like we always do about this time. James Russell, you hustling son of a... Excuse me, your daddy, Roberto. Me a boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. Now look at me now. How far we go back? Elementary, jump rope, high and go see, pity pad, red light, green light, red light, green light. When you just talk about practice, we sitting in here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice, and about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. But we talking about practice right now. We talking about practice. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. That's right. Wednesday night, just past 9 p.m. You're tuned in to Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. We are coming to you live from downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. It's cold outside tonight, windy. Rob's stuck on his phone. Quan wouldn't take his bet tonight. Lakers were losing by way too much. We got a fun show on tap tonight, though, man. Greatly appreciate you guys joining us, jumping on, just tuning in and chiming in. What's good, Rob? What's good? Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm ready. You sure? Yeah, watching the rest of this game. You were, you were trying to take another 10 bucks from Quan today, and it looks like he didn't want to do it. I was going to take it for more than that. You, Probably wh- dubbers. What are you talking about, another 10 bucks? Oh, wait, I'm oh, sorry. He's the one he that did. lost. <laughs> the bet, right? Yes, let me take that back. Quan See how that whole situation just backfired on me? Just It, it just backfired on you completely? Yeah. <laughs> but I hope you guys are having a great night wherever it is you guys are watching, whether it's L.A., because I know I got people in L.A., people in New York on the East Coast, Miami, Florida, or even here in Vegas. We greatly appreciate you guys. If you are watching the show right now, though, do me a favor. Press that like button. Press the share. Let everyone know what you are watching tonight and what you're enjoying. If you want to chime in and tune in, go ahead and do so on Facebook. We are live on Facebook on the Gorilla Cross app, the Gorilla Cross page. My page, Jose Volonte. And on Twitter as well, the Gorilla Cross page. My page as well. I will be retweeting it. And we are live on YouTube as well on the Gorilla Cross page as well. Check us out on all of those platforms. And after the show is done, if you want to check out any of our previous shows because you have not watched them or you just missed them or you just want to watch them or listen to them again, YouTube, Jose V Straight Bet Sports. And on any audio platforms you like to listen to, Gorilla Cross app, GorillaCross.com, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. Definitely can find us out there now. A lot going on in the world of sports in the last couple of days. Biggest conversation, obviously, is Tiger Woods. What happened with him? We'll get into that. Crazy stuff going on there. First of all, everybody's already thinking, was he drinking? Was he high? Was he this? Let's let's get, let's get away from that, man. That, that was the last thing people should be thinking about. Media jumps to the bad things right away. Shouldn't be that way. But we'll talk about Tiger Woods. We'll talk some NFL. We'll talk some NBA. Rob, we're talking about the snubs on the way here. You, you wanted to talk about that. It's hard how we look at some guys that didn't make it. But yet, who do you replace them with? We'll get into that. And tonight, we have someone new in the studio with us. We finally got us a social media intern, someone that's going to help us out with social media. So a lot of you like to chime in on Facebook. If you guys want to chime in, we're going to be getting to your questions, to your comments. We'll be actually interacting with you a lot more now, so we're going to get into it with the viewers, which is what we've been trying to do. It's just hard. We can't be on our phones, ignoring, not talking, not doing the show, going back and forth. So let's welcome Zach to the show. Zach, greatly appreciate you joining the show, my man. Thank you. It's nice to be here. 
Are you excited? Are you nervous? Uh, a mixture of both. <laughs> You're a mixture of both? Okay. Yeah. We, we don't have them on, on camera right now because we're going to gradually bring them in. But same way I started behind the scenes, he's going to help us out. Zach, just real quick, let everybody know a little bit about you. What do you do? Hi, my name is Zach. Uh, I am from Colorado originally, uh, and I go here uh, to Vegas to go to school at University of Nevada, Las Vegas. I study graphic design, um, and Jose and everybody here were kind enough to provide this opportunity for me, and I was offered, and here I am. So I'm excited to be here. We got to keep that recording, because once we actually break them out of a shell, we can listen to go back and make fun of we it. Like this me too. <laughs> See how long it was. We right? should do that for me, too. For you? I'm pretty sure Quan's already done it, but hasn't told us. He probably, he probably enjoys some He plays it on his own shows <laughs> He's and here stuff. by himself. Right. But Zach, greatly appreciate you joining the show, my man. Should be fun. If you guys want to chime in, like I said, Zach will be letting us know what your questions and comments, concerns, emotional outbursts are. But as well, if you want to give us a call, the phone number is 702-608-3259. But before we get into the topics, before we get into the chatter and, and our picks, because mine is looking really good this week, but we'll get into that later on in the show. Quan, if you could please do so, let everybody know who we are being brought to you by. We are brought to you by Joshua Lafon with Simply Vegas Real Estate, a realtor here to help educate current and future Las Vegas locals on selling and investing in real estate. You're probably asking yourself, educate. Yes. There's a surprising amount of adults that when it comes to real estate, don't know the right questions to ask, don't know where to start, and think they need a lot of cash to buy a house in Nevada, which simply isn't true. So Josh has decided to make it his responsibility to teach his clients what they need to know, and equally important, what they need to ask to help ensure making their home ownership dreams a true reality. So make sure you call or text Joshua LaFont today at 702-813-0533. This has been another paid advertisement from Joshua LaFont with Simply Vegas Real Estate. Make sure you give him a call, 702-813-0533. So, Quan, I have a question for you. Did you get the email with the video that I sent you? And if possible, can we play that or no? So I don't know if you saw the fight this past Saturday. The Burchelle versus um, Oscar Valdez. Just a monster fight. Going into the 10th round, I, I had Valdez winning. But that punch, man, the video we're about to show you guys here, and then the excitement just shows you what a great ending this was to this fight. It was just... Uh, it, it's, it, and it was at the buzzer. It was a buzzer beater knockout, baby. Was it the last round? No, 10th round. Of 12. T- 10 of 12. Oh, okay. Burchelt was the champ. He only had two losses. I believe one or two losses. Valdez was undefeated. Both Mexican fighters, both coming out of Hermosillo. They both train and live there, which is crazy. And if you even see the videos that were in the media after the fight, love, respect. After the dude came too, because he was out. Valdez was there. Hey, thank you for the opportunity. We're bros. You got a brother for life. This, this, and that. But, Quan, do you have the video? Can we put it up? Look at this knockout, bro. Just check this out. It's unbelievable. Oh. Uh, Oh. at the buzzer. Mm. At the look at that. You can't blame the kid for being excited. I think he did. A, I, when I was watching that, I felt like it look was at, a little. Go ahead. Uh, uh, just the sound. The, uh. Uh. One, more, you, one more. One more. One more time. I, I gotta hear that. 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 That punch. One more time. Uh. Oh. Oh. You even hear. The, oh. Woo. Man. I can. Uh, now, the reason outside. I wanted to bring that up, his trainer is Eddie Reynoso. The trainer for Canelo Alvarez, King Ryan Garcia. Basically, people are saying he's the trainer of the year. Should be named trainer of the year because of the fighters that he has. If you look at his gym, 
All he's got is champs now. And Canelo's fighting this Saturday. I know we didn't talk about that on the way here. I really don't know much about his opponent. All I know that it's a mandatory fight because of the belts that Canelo just won after beating Kalum Smith. Now, is this just another walk in the park, bro? Let's be real. It's got to be, right? I, I, I think I mentioned the last time that when we talked about maybe... Remember we, we talked about when the fight just got signed, right? Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I would like to see him lose at least once. You know what I mean? While he's on this contract. So, like, so could this be the, that Horn Pacquiao fight? Remember that? Could this be that type of fight where they give it to the other guy? I don't think they're gonna do him like that. If if it goes a decision, I don't. I mean, if it goes to, first of all, if it goes a decision, I'm gonna be a little shocked. But um, I think if it goes a decision, they're gonna give it to Canelo. Like I, I mean, if it's that close, first of all, and it's, it's in that Miami, close. that's interesting too. They're smart. Florida's open. Yep. I mean, they don't believe in the pandemic. I guess I was there in January, so trust me, I saw it firsthand. That's... Things are different in Florida than here. Oh, bro, they're open. Right, but I mean, we're opening little by little. I mean, we're, we're decently. Yeah. You go outside or you go to a store or something here. What is it? It's mandatory that you have to wear a mask. Right? It's not mandatory. So that's the difference. Over there, it's not required. It's a recommendation. It's recommended that you wear a mask while you're in public. Now, if you go into a business, it's up to that business owner to tell you yes, no, whatever. I walked into two liquor stores when I was there. The guy wasn't wearing a mask. I didn't have my mask on. And not purposely, but I forgot. Didn't, didn't get told anything. So. Isn't that crazy? Like how, like we've gotten so used to the mask, and now when somebody's not wearing a mask, or you're able to go into a place without wearing a mask, it's just like, wow, you know, bro. But it's it's <laughs> ridiculous too. Like, have you have you been to Chick Fil A? No. Have you been to Jack in the Box recently? No. Or Taco Bell? Nope. Well, what do they do? They're wearing gloves. They give you a plastic tray to put your money in. Oh, but yet yeah. But they're still grabbing the damn money, and then it's like, why why are we doing all this? Like. I Just understand take, you want to be safe. Take the precaution. I mean, I think get about that, think about it. We deal wearing with, gloves is enough. But we deal with the general public every day too. Correct. And, and our jobs and our daily job. Right. So we deal with that. So I can't blame them for you know taking that extra precaution, especially when they're taking so much cash and debit cards. Like we don't touch that much cash and that that many debit cards. You know what I mean? Or that I mean, we do touch people's phones. Correct. You know, oh, which definitely. is people which is even probably worse that. than cash these days. I mean, than cash and stuff like that. But I it, it I don't blame them. I feel like I feel like people, you know, in the retail should be wearing gloves uh, if they're doing if they're in that type of environment or if they're, you know, that's what they they're required, you know, but it, it's it's a tough. I, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. But in Miami, that I mean, that's super. I, I can't. I don't know how Arizona is, but I don't know how any other states are. But I would definitely like to go into a place to see how it is to not wear a mask because it's so I'm so used to it now. Just think about how long it's going to last past. Imagine they come out and say no one they say no one has to wear a mask. People are still going to be wearing masks for how long? So let me ask Almost you another forever, question. <laughs> I feel like. Because they're already offering it at my job, the vaccine. We're already eligible. We're in line. Right, I can go right. take it if I want. Are you guys there yet? Uh, and if so, are you going to take it? I have not seen any communication uh, about that. But if I'm in, if I'm in line and I'm, uh, I'm capable of doing it, I'm still a little weary about it. I'm still a little weary about it. Uh, so am I. I I'm definitely, yeah. I'm still a little weary about it. Uh, I, I can't tell you right now if I would say yes or no if this, it, you know, once we're able to. I'm pretty sure it's around the corner, though. All right. All right. So going back to boxing. Right. Let's get back to that part. I know we drifted off a bit, but that's a good conversation. Canelo is a minus 9,900 favorite. Ooh. So if we're talking dogs, right? Doggy dog. If we're talking <laughs> dogs and we're talking, Rob says, I, I like to see him lose. What is it? What's the, what's the opposite? Plus 2,500. 25 to 1? 25 to 1. 
I've never heard of the guy. He's 21 and two. That's all I know about him. All I know is that he's 21 and two. He's the mandatory number one contender for this fight. Aside from that, I don't know much about the guy. We know who Canelo is. We know who he's fought. We know his resume. We know what he's done. Buster Douglas, AKA Buster <laughs> Douglas. Oh, oh, oh no, we're right? gonna go to that. AKA one. Buster Douglas. Is that what we're, you know? 25 to one. That's huge. Yes. <sighs> You almost take the betting out of it. Like, you have no choice but to take the 25 for one. Uh, okay. How about pounds. this? Total rounds over and under four and a half. Oh, it's not even, not even, what is it normally? Nine and a half, ten and a half, right? That game is going to be the Lakers <laughs> versus the versus the Jazz right now. It's a, it's a straight blowout. Four and a half rounds. So they're the basically saying Canelo's going to knock When's the last out? time you saw that? Well, you know what? I think I can, I think. I, don't I honestly can't remember the last time I no, seen a I've total seen six round. and a half with Canelo. Okay, I think it was two fights ago or three fights ago. He was six and a half rounds, but, but that's, four and a bro, half. That's halfway through. They're not even saying this fight's gonna go halfway through. Yeah, that's sad. But it's gonna be fun. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it just for the heck of it. Super middleweight bout. Is it, it's you just have to have the zone, right? It's you on the zone. Yeah. yeah. Not only that, I think they're actually doing it on pay per view this time as well. So they you do can that every, order. No, no, you could do that every time. You okay, can order so a separate. Gotcha. Just pay that, but. Then they try to convert. They try to get you to say, "Hey, if you just pay another thirty bucks, you got us for the whole year, or another fifty bucks, or whatever, and you have the zone for the whole year." Because they want you to sign up for the, it, it. They want you to pay, like you're like you're saying, they no. want you to pay the upfront price because that's the upfront good, price is going to give them a lot better deal. That's a good pitch, though. I mean, you just got to pay another fifty. You've already paid for more than half of your subscription with us. You might as well just finish the full extra forty percent. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Once again, I am Jose V, Rob G, Quan59, Zach the intern. We still got to come up with a nickname for him because that's that's not going to fly. We got to figure something out. Zorro. I, I vote for Rob Zorro. like Zorro because of the Z. But um, let, let, let's jump into something else that happened yesterday, obviously. All over the sports world. I'm pretty sure you heard it. Everyone in the studio for sure. Tiger Woods was in a horrible accident. Um, First thing I thought, not going to lie to you, when I was at work was, and I'm not saying because he was going to be in this situation but i just hope that he wasn't intoxicated i just hope that none of that happened granted it's already been reported the sheriff came out and said he was not drunk immediately ruled that out there was not no nothing like that we're good so that's good and, and but the reason i thought of that first is because you go back you look at the history right the stuff that he's been through which if you think about it sucks because it's your personal life but yet it's going to screw up your professional career right and it did. It hurt him a lot. He hasn't been the same since everything that happened with his marriage and all that crap. But long story short, all I'm thinking is, you know, the media is out there already looking to find. They're looking for that needle in a haystack to see what they can make, what they can make out of this story to make him look bad. Right. I don't know if that came through your mind, but I'm already thinking I I, I can already see it happening. And I just hope that nothing comes out. It, it didn't. Like I said. Nothing came out saying that he that he was on anything or anything like that. They said he was probably distracted. Funny part is, I know where Rolling Hills is. I know where that part is. I used to work in Hawthorne in Torrance, California. It's not that far from there. I knew people up there. So I know those hills. I know the way those hills are. You don't pay attention. You're on your phone. You can lose control. Granted, I've never lost control up there. There's the picture. Mm. That's horrible. That That's bad. And they said they had to cut the whole front window out just to get him out of the car. He had... Wow. Leg injuries. He oh, needed to get rods over. put into his legs. They said his ankle, I believe, was fractured or shattered or foot, something like that. Good thing single car didn't hit anybody. It was just on his own. Went over the median, right? Like correct. Up, he hit yeah. a median and then he rolled about seven hundred feet from where he originally had. He started, went over the said. median, I think. Correct. Right into the other side. So into the other side no and then went was... out into the dirt. Yeah, oh. exactly. Luckily, no one else was coming in the other way, right? Correct. But. 
it's 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 it the one thing that i didn't like that i didn't like and, and i'm gonna say it if you were watching espn since yesterday when it happened all the way to today they're doing memorials and and you know and and, and remembering tiger woods the guy hasn't died he's not dead he got in an accident he's hurt they're not life-threatening injuries. Why, why are we doing stuff like this as if the guy is gone and they're trying to compare it to when Kobe passed away and Gianna passed away? It's like two different, completely different things. Let, let's slow it down here, right? Like I agree, uh, but it's an, op- it's an opportunity, right? And that's how everybody's going to look at it. It's like, like you got nothing else to, to, to come up with and that's what you got to use? Not necessarily, but I mean, it's a great opportunity to make money. Like, you know, like they're, they're, they're replaying Tiger stuff. It's all about viewers. It's all about, you know, like, you know them wanting to see you know the commercials that are you know people are paying them to put their commercials on it's all one big sphere when it comes to that i think and um i'm not surprised espn would take advantage of something like that because i mean i would probably watch it you know uh if i was off and this happened you know what i mean and i was had the chance to watch tv like and they were replaying some some cool tiger stuff he's relevant right now right hbo just came out with that two-part series i don't know if you had a chance to see it's on hbo max it's a two-part series uh on tiger it's like a 30 for 30 okay right that but hbo did it okay um and it it came out like uh i think it was january so it just came out last month um so he's super i mean he's always relevant don't get me wrong but he's super relevant with that with that new with that new documentary that just came out um and then you know then this then this happens of course too so i don't like i said going back to the point is i don't i don't really i don't say blame espn but it's not surprising to me that they try to take advantage of the situation and, and put some tiger stuff up but who doesn't like to watch tiger stuff no of course i got nothing, right i got nothing bad to say right about like if, it's, if it pops up on my youtube feed like i'm watching it you want to you know? see if he's gonna succeed you're right oh no well That's i'm just, just saying like highlights that if they're using oh, old, I'm old talking school about stuff old school in general stuff, like definitely, they're showing definitely, on, yep. you know on, on they're doing like that legend you know all that stuff he's he pretty much with his the way that he came back from the, the situation that he was in right uh he kind of to me he kind of sealed the deal that he's literally untouchable, right? Like when it comes to, he, he literally was, you know, in the dumps, you know, best player in the untouchable world. How? Explain your, ex- explain, explain that comment. Well, just like sealed his legacy. I don't want to say untouchable, but sealed his legacy. I think Kobe kind of did the same thing too, as well. Like uh, when he got in, what, in Colorado, right? Got in the stuff, cheated on his wife, was looked down upon, went through that whole little roller coaster of time in his life, and he was able to really bounce back because that eats a lot of people. Like that, that type of situation. Uh, especially what tiger went through especially what tiger went through like not a lot of people go through that you know and and come out on the other end of it so yeah. for him to do what he did come back win the master still be relevant still playing um i i, I kind of i feel like he's in that in that realm of being you know un- invincible kind of like a kobe like if tiger were to pass like hypothetically right like that would be oh, it huge would be that, it would be it that would be like exactly yes, so that's what i'm trying to say like he's in that He's he's kind of sealed that for me in you know the way that I view him like his greatness basically yeah he's great he's a legend he's un- untouchable and that's what I mean by that like he, he can do whatever he wants to be honest with you and the way that he's bounced back um yeah kind of put that put him in that I think of him like that and it's crazy how just what is it, a couple month ago a couple weeks ago you see the video of him playing with his son and his son looked just like him I think just it was like eerie. A, I think it was a couple days Co- ago or no something. it was no. a couple weeks ago it was what, a couple well weeks ago. I don't know about the video but they said like he had the day before or something he had done something with so his the son. day before he was with Dwayne Wade that video came out I guess he was teaching him how to play golf or giving him a lesson or something and this morning he was on his way to go see who the NFL players he, said- uh, he was on Justin Herbert from the Chargers and um Drew Brees funny huh Drew Brees got drafted by the Chargers and now they're yeah. up to play golf but yeah, he was on his way to meet both of them. Was he running late or? Yeah, so so no no no. So he was on the way to meet both of them. Didn't show up obviously because of the accident. And I guess Drew Brees and Justin Herbert were talking about. Oh, wonder why he's late. You know, he hasn't even called us. 
And then I guess they found out by watching ESPN and seeing it mm-hmm. on the news and all that. But before we finish up with Tiger, my question to you, based off of the injuries, the leg injuries that he suffered, he's got rods in his legs and things like that. He suffered injuries to the parts of his legs that help you with your mobility and your motion. Motion and mobility are huge when it comes to golf, especially with the way you're standing and the way you're moving. And he's already had knee injuries. I believe he just had surgery not too long ago, previous, a couple weeks ago, they said, or something. And then now this. This fifth knee like, surgery, right? Or something like that? Something like, like that. So it's like, at this point, is his career over? <sighs> I don't I mean, is his playing career over? I, I don't think we've seen the last of Tiger. We're still going to see him. The first thing that went through my mind when I when I heard about all this was like, he doesn't really have to come back from this, right? Like, he can just, you know, do the surgery and do everything that he needed to do and, and, and you know, get better. And he doesn't have to do it, you know? Like, he's... A legend he may be the best golf you know golfer ever in possible you know in some people's minds including mine but uh it would be great if he did you know and come back and, and just to show you know not say like an alex smith scenario but be super awesome for him to kind of tr- want to come back I, I i do think that he is going to want to come back though i think that he's going to try to make a comeback if it goes if it goes great great if it doesn't then i mean he has he's one of the biggest excuses ever to you know to use saying basically you know i tried it didn't work out for me and uh, it's gonna teach golf from now on, or, or whatever situation maybe. You know what? I can see. I can see him as an analyst. I, I can see him talking golf. Like I, I can honestly see him as like that Tony Romo type of guy that, like, he'll call what's about to happen. Like I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, did you shake your head? You said no. Uh, that call <laughs> was like no. I, I like Tony Romo. I know a lot of people don't like him as a commentator. I, bro, Tony Romo and John Gruden as commentators. To me, are, are the best, bro. They're just awesome. So the thing difference with that is that in golf, typically when you watch golf, it's quieter. Well, not that, but they're also giving already tips. You know what I mean? Like they're already asking. Like Tony Romo, just no one. You know, Nance is not asking what the next play is if Tony Romo's not there, right? So Tony Romo, you know, adds that aspect of football that's not kind of already in the broadcasting. You know, um, he added. You know, he took off with it, but in golf, when I watch golf, at least. It's always like, what would you do here? You know, like that's what the commentators are kind of almost talking about when they bring people on and stuff like that. So, you know, they're almost like caddies on TV. You know, the the announcers are caddies almost. Uh, So it's a it's a little bit more common in golf for them to be, you know, doing that. So for you to say Tiger's going to predict the future and come on, you know, come on the come on the broadcast and be able to tell they're already kind of doing that in golf. So. I don't know. I, I, it'd be interesting. I don't know if he's ever done it in the past, but I would, I would, you know, I would watch the first time to see how he does. But I don't think he's going to be on that Tony Romo level. So I, I, I know we're saying we got to record and watch Zach's audio, but and video later. But I got to watch yours, bro. What? Because you're, you're talking a lot more. You're more comfortable. You're, you're just being yourself. Well, we got no guests this time, so. I was, I gotta, <laughs> but, I, but I'm saying if we go, go back and watch videotape from when you first started, you were a lot more like. Well, when we, I'm still like that sometimes. No, I'm still like that sometimes. But, when you have when we have guests and you just kind of. But before interview. you wouldn't just go off. You wouldn't just talk. You oh, would, right. You would wait for me or this and that. And, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Like it's good. You're talking. Bro. Well, I got him now. Well, Mike, half the time my mic's off. Quan's always got my mic. <laughs> Quan's off. always muting it on you. Yeah, I'm always. There, you go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> right muted. on time. Muted. How were those tacos, Quan? Did you eat them already, or yeah. in the process? Oh, I ate them. I'm eating Ritz crackers now. Those Ritz are fine. You're on a diet? Oh, I'm sorry about bringing those tacos up. He's on a diet, but yet I saw napkins from Little Caesars on the table. What's up with that, Quan? <laughs> Scooby-Doo over here. That was uh, two days ago. 
Oh, so you just started the diet today? Yeah, after oh, I okay. ate these Ritz. And, and the taco. <laughs> Zach, how you doing, my man? You good? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good, you know. You enjoying out. it so far? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, all right, good, good, good. But yeah, man, uh, Tiger Woods, uh, all, all jokes aside, seriously, man, thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Uh, speedy recovery. Um, I know we'll see him out there again. What he'll be doing, who knows what that is. If he's still playing, hey. I hope he comes more, back. More, yeah, I, I hope he comes I, I back. I do, too. Before we finish off, we saw him with the knee injury. Remember when he had the knees, the bad knees, and he won? I forgot what tournament. Was it the Masters or whatever it was that he won when he had the bad knees? So we've seen him in these type of positions where physically he's hurt and he can still come back. So hopefully we'll see Tiger. Just be competitive. We're not asking him to go out there and win, but, I mean, just be competitive. Yeah, don't go out there and, you know, and basically try to be the guy that you were before because that's not going to be. We know that. Um, And I just got alerted, Rob. It looks like my bet finally did come through for this week. Uh, Lakers got their behinds whooped. What was the score, Juan? Speaking about the Lakers, actually, we got a question on Facebook from Eddie Martinez. Okay. Who do you guys think the Lakers need to get to make the the team stronger for the playoffs? Oh, I like it. Kwanzaa question. will take my part on this because he had a whole spiel about this one because we're talking about this earlier. No, no comment. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Who do the Lakers have to get? Do you Who think? do the Lakers pick up to be to be you know uh, to be comp- competitive? I mean, you know, obviously they need Anthony Davis back and uh, Schroeder back, but uh, I, I they definitely need another big man. Marcus Saul is old and looks old on the court, so they need at least a second center because they have no center when he goes out. Especially with Anthony Davis being out, they don't even have their power forward, so. Uh, they need another center. They're saying they're not going after DeMarcus Cousins. Would you take Boogie? I would, I would. pick. He, I would pick him up. I would take Boogie. He's free, right? Not. Basically, but I mean, if you got to pay other him. Players, but... you're, you're still waiting for the buyouts to happen, like more buyouts to happen, and then. But they just cut Quinn Cook, so they have two open spots. So we'll see what's up. That's our weekly Laker update from Quanzo. Weekly Laker update from Quanzo. Thanks for the you. question, Eddie. Greatly appreciate that, Primo Eddie, chiming in from LA. Um, we got a uh, baby Rob on the screen right now. Baby Rob. Oh, it's the first time. Or not the first time, probably. Oh, there we go. The first time that rocking was, back and forth. That was the first show. Actually, yeah, because Dwayne was on our, on our first show back. Didn't stay in front of the mic. Yeah, look at that. Let's see what else. Times have changed, bro. Look at that. Cool. Talk. He doesn't even have any solo time on the screen. I know. Jose's just... Dwayne, Dwayne goes, though. I love Dwayne. I love, I love Dwayne's listening. awesome, bro. I love having Dwayne. Dwayne can just sit there and talk. I don't nonstop. have to say words. Just nope. What else? Knowledge. Yeah, tell me what else. Tell what me what else, else on, yeah, what else Tell me what else to bet. Yeah. What do we like? Everybody on Facebook chiming in. Greatly appreciate you guys. Definitely greatly appreciate you watching. Make sure you share the live feed if you are watching. Let everybody know what it is you're enjoying. Now, we were supposed to have Max Ornelas on the show this week. I know I mentioned that last week. But Max did reach out to me yesterday. Great kid. He was nervous on the phone, but he told me, hey, Jose, I got to go back to LA tonight. I got to continue to spar. He can't get any sparring partners out here. Nobody wants to spar with him. So he had to go back to LA. He's going to continue his sparring. Um, his fight is going to be in Tijuana on March the 13th. So basically two weeks from now, he will be fighting in Tijuana, Mexico. So best of luck to you, Max. We know you're going to come away with the W. I already told you. Once you get that W, we'll have you and your brother Tony in studio talking about the fight. Definitely love having you guys on, man. We got to get that patch to him, though, before he gets to Tijuana so we can basically have him represent the show. Yeah. But um, next week, as long as everything goes according to plan, Thanks to Mark Wasik, the media relations guy over at UNOV for the Lady Running Rebels. Um, we're going to have head coach Lindy LaRock, first-year head coach, uh, winning record, undefeated on the road, UNOV Lady Rebels this year. 
Um, she's broken a few records already in her first year, and she's younger than all of us. Well, not you, but she's <laughs> younger than everybody else in the studio, which is crazy. Why would you say that? No, so, <laughs> and I'm, I'm saying that because, that part because she's such a young <laughs> head coach, and she's doing so good. So I know you haven't watched much UNLV Lady Basketball, Rob, so you got a week to get ready. You know ready. what, though? I, have, I am a little bit caught up to date because of the stuff that you post on Twitter about okay, them. I see it go. all the time, so I see when they win and stuff like that. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't really see too much on the Lady Rebels. And that's what I mean. If, if you saw the video that I did after I went to the last game, that when they played at home, that the game that I got to attend, they got murdered, obviously by Boise State, but then came back and won the next game. I said it. No disrespect to UNOV men's basketball, but the women are doing better than men this year, yeah. and they have a first-year coach. Let's see what the score is in that game. You know anyway. what I mean? Oh yeah, because you have the over in that game. But she's she she has these girls, these young women, believing in what she's selling, and, and it's working. I mean, for you to be a first-year head coach and you're undefeated on the road, I mean, I get it. You got to figure out some stuff at home, but undefeated on the road? With that, COVID, right? With I mean, COVID. During, during this you know, exactly. whole thing going on. so During all of this crazy stuff that's going on, bad, but let, let, let's stick to basketball. NBA. First of all, Melissa Ferris. Got to give a big ups to her. Thank you so much for chiming in on Facebook. Greatly appreciate you. She says, hashtag girl power, of course. For the ladies always she was on the show a few weeks ago and helped us out bailed us out when our uh, yeah. our guests couldn't come through so we greatly appreciate girl chat sports check them out every single wednesday night they come on before our show as well always good stuff with the ladies there but the nba came out with their reserves we know who the starters are and we know how they're doing it they you came got, out with the starters first right correct and then the reserves and you it. have their you, you have your west all-stars you have your east all-stars but then you have lebron and katie as your captain so they get to pick who they want basically they go with the starters first, and then the reserves get picked after. Now, it's already been switched because Anthony Davis is out. Booker is now in the All-Star game. When it all came out, that was the biggest complaint, the biggest argument, the biggest topic that people were talking about yesterday was Devin Booker being snubbed. You and I were having this conversation on the way here. He got snubbed, but at the same time, if you look at the West, who do you take out and give it into his place? We know what Devin, who Devin Booker is and what he can bring to the table, but now Chris Paul is there and he makes the team a little bit better. Chris Paul's an all-star, but Devin Booker isn't. Off the bat, we know Devin Booker is now, but right off the bat, he wasn't. Now, also, LeBron, remember? I, I don't care about this. I have no meaning or whatever for the yeah, all-star game. he's not playing. Well, he doesn't want to play. But yet, he was one of the first ones to come out and say, Devin Booker's not an all-star. What? I, I thought the All Star Game didn't matter to you this year. And well, all of a I mean, you get to, I think it's now. more of a from the selection point I, of view. I get that. I get it's that. Not a, like... sh a shocker on the selection, of course. I just try to give him a hard time. But if anything that I have to say about the All Star selection, and we we're talking about it, Rob, I told you, I don't, I, I don't believe Kawhi Leonard is a starter this year. I don't believe Kyrie is a starter this year. Yeah, you I... could even you could even make the the argument that KD shouldn't even be a starter this year. And then Booker gets snubbed. But what did you say? 50% fan vote, and I don't know it what goes, else. It uh, goes 50% fan vote, and then that's what we need Z for. Uh, 50% no, fan vote, uh, fan vote, and then 25% uh, media and 25% players and coaches. Or it may be mixed in between mixed that. Mixed in between there. Um, but, yeah, I saw. I know 50% of this is the fan vote. Um, I don't know how many years back they went to this new – I don't know if it, maybe it's been forever. I haven't really followed how the voting works. Um, but – uh, yeah, super shocked that Kyrie Irving is starting, right? 
given that he's maybe not even the and I get it, but he's not even the best league's advocate. I mean, this guy, you know, was going through this whole entire phase when he was season. in and out, wasn't playing out, every game, right? In and out, talking bad about the NBA, about the you know, just going back and forth with them. James Harden shows up all of a sudden. I want to play, right? I just don't <laughs> think that the Nets are representing the LA, you know, and for the they're going to make it most likely for the fans. But I just, yeah, I don't, I don't see how. I don't see how Kyrie Irving is is a starter um, because of his past, his most recent past. So that's the only one that kind of shocked me. Uh, I think there's there's obviously some deserving, but like we talked about in the car on in the way over, right? Like quiet Leonard being a starter, you know, back to that. Uh, we didn't load up, management, Mister Load Management. Miss, you said it yourself, right? I don't. How know. does a guy that does load management throughout the season? Maybe Quan knows. I mean, I, won't, I know he won't know the number, but I keep bringing him into the show. He's just like, just let me be. My bad. My bad. <laughs> just let I don't me eat my Ritz, please. Right. right. Uh, but somebody that sits back to back more often than Quiet. I don't know if I can name someone, or I don't even know how popular it is for that. You know, he sits all the time on a back to back, and yeah he's great don't get me wrong his numbers are great but I, I just don't, a starter really like there's there's people that are playing night in and night out and if they're not playing it's because of a legitimate injury that they're being held out on yeah. they're not just like hey you know what we're playing back to back i think it's best you know if i if i don't play the next game or you know against no matter it's almost no matter who it is right it's almost no matter who it is i know there's that what you get fined now right if you sit down if you sit out a major a te- major televised I game i think so there's yeah some there's something like that i remember um, that came out, but yeah, for him to be a starter as well, I am, you know, I'm a Clippers hater, obviously, because I love the Lakers, but uh, for someone that sits out as much as he does on back-to-backs, um, I'm, I'm a little surprised about this. Should he be an all-star? Yes, but I don't think he should be a starter. Yeah, back-to-backs on, on possibly one of the top three, if not top five teams in the NBA, as some people would look at, but yet, you're the guy that's on load management and you're an already an all-star. I'm not saying he's not an all-star, but I don't think he's a starter. He's already. I mean, I would understand if they did the load management, like once he came back from that, you know, the injury with the, with the Spurs, maybe for like a year or so. But we're, I mean, what year are we on? This is number two, two, right, with the Clippers. So, yeah, so I mean, you're number two. Uh, it for you to be still doing that two years, two years later, kind of shocks me. So Devin Booker received both of his All Star selections in his career have been because of injuries. He's never been voted in automatically. And this year, he's averaging 24.7 points per game, 4.3 assists, 3.8 rebounds, and he's shooting a career-high 50.1% from the field. How does that not warrant an all-star selection? I do not know. Now, my next question, are you even excited about the all-star game with all-star weekend this time? I'll be honest. Well, I, I've said this before about my my the NBA, right, in the league, and I don't really watch too much of it. I don't remember when the last All-Star game I was really excited for. Not just okay. this one, to be honest with you. Like, I, I I usually just watch, you know, they should honestly do the slam dunk contest maybe after the All-Star game. because So you know how they're doing it this year? How are they doing it? Because They're doing the dunk contest at halftime. So how is... How, that's so smart, though. They t- but how that's is that so going to work? That's so smart, though. That is beyond the smart. The contest takes sometimes over two hours. You're right. going to make a two-hour halftime? You're going to make these guys sit in the locker room for that long? Well, I'm... Obviously, they're going to change the rules a little bit, right? And it's probably. not going to be as many people as there probably normally is. Probably. But to my point, what I was just saying, I didn't even know that. To my point, though, that they're making a smart decision here because everyone watches the Saturday night, you know, part of it. And no, and not too many people watch the, the, the All-Star game. It's Sunday. I think it's like 3 p.m. And no one really watches it. They yeah. treat it kind of like the, who watches the Pro Bowl, you know, like 
I well, you know what? I yeah, I agree. I don't remember the last time I saw an NFL Pro Bowl. Right. I do not that's remember how the last I kinda, time I saw one. I that's how most uh, unless I was putting money on the over, I don't remember the last time that I saw an I NFL. I mean, Pro I'll Bowl. watch a little bit of it, but I mean to watch a whole all-star game or be excited about an all-star game yeah. any year in a regular, you know, non-COVID year, I still I have the same excitement about it. I'll watch Saturday night though, because I want to watch the dunk contest. Correct. But now they're gonna do it at halftime. So now they're forcing you to watch the all-star game, which is super smart in my opinion. Yeah, get more ratings overall in that one package if you look at it. Same ESPN aspect when it comes to Tiger Woods. Same thing. Just how do we make the most out of this, right? Yeah. And how do we keep people not coming in and out, right? There's also How do that. we keep them on the same channel? How do we keep them watching the same thing? Yeah, but I'm talking about people coming in and out like Saturday night. Then you got to do Sunday night, right, with all this in and out of the stadium and going back and forth. Like, I, I think just get it over in one night. Let's just do this all in one night. Super smart move as well. When the All Star Game had 7.3 million viewers last year, so that's a few people watched it. <laughs> I don't compare to what though. Stats. Compared to what's the average? I mean, that's that, a lot for all. I mean, that's that's a lot. A lot of people watch All NBA All Star Game's huge. It's not the Pro Bowl is nothing, but the NBA All Star Game's huge. Yeah, and I'm not saying I don't watch them. I I don't. I, let me rephrase that. I don't remember the last time I sat through a whole All Star Game. Like I've I've watched. Probably almost a lot of them. All Star Game and NBA NBA All Star Game is great for highlights. Let me just watch the ESPN highlights. Like that's they're, they're going to show you everything. Sports Center top ten, right? Or they're, they're going to show you everything, pretty much all the good highlights. But yeah, it's it's a high scoring game. It's a, it's a it's it's fun. They do it with the points. At least they have a lot of points, right? But I'm not excited about this year's. I'm not excited about last year's. And either are the players this year, though, right? If I was Devin Booker, and this is how I got this is the cards I got dealt. Paul like, George wasn't even happy. Do you do, so if you were Devin Booker, do you kind of like do like this little rebellion against the league? This little, you know, play be a little rebel against the league and kind of maybe, you know, tweet no, some stuff out or No, because of every because of whatever because of everything that's going on. If this was a normal NBA season, no COVID, full fans, regular, I would say yes. The fact that we're in the type of situation that we're in right now in the world I think him doing that type of little emotional outburst or whatever it may be over an all-star snub. It's been going on all year. I get that. Rudy Gobert cried. Cried for what? Remember when he didn't get selected to the all-star game? He cried. Oh, I didn't know about that. Really? Yeah, he cried. It was not this year. It was uh, two years ago, I think. Two years ago? On, like, they were interviewing him, and he just, like, was, like, literally looking in the mic and then just started crying. He was answering (laughs) questions. He started crying. He started crying. Quiet. Quiet. We're thinking about Quan too much. Quan. Quan. He's quiet. Quan is quiet. So question, do you agree or disagree with this? Eddie chimed in on Facebook. Chris Paul shouldn't have been in. No, he deserves to be in. But what he's doing, I yeah, I, I think that he should be in. Now, um, but him I being there also makes it tough for Booker. him, if that makes sense. Like if there's someone that I had, like, like if I've had to put Booker or Paul, I would say Booker. It, that, that's just me. Yeah. I understand what Chris Paul has brought to Phoenix. Look at their record. Look at the way they're playing. You know, he's the guard. He's the main guy now. Relieves a little bit off of that. And look at Booker shooting better because of it because he doesn't have to worry about controlling the ball. Looking right? at the West, I think it is a, it is super tough to put Booker in. I mean, I know AD's injured right now, but it's super tough to put Booker in um, with when you're looking at the West. So it's maybe they should do one more pick, like the the captain picks of reserve or something. Maybe. Create some type of like last pick, you know, by, the, by someone that maybe got so you don't have to deal with this, right? At least one person gets in. That possibly was, you know, about to be snubbed and, and the captain can bring him in or something like that. So no harm. It's just one extra player. But I mean, since we're on the topic of the NBA before we finish up, Utah, they just took down the Lakers handily. Russian. 
Crushing people. Crushing. They're nine and one in their last ten. Covering machines as well. Cover, exactly. Covering. What are machines. they against the spread? Do you have it? Uh, I don't have it, but no. I looked at it the other day. I think out of the twenty, out of the thirty-two games that they've won, I think they've covered like twenty-three of them. That's great, yeah. It's just an insane number. And the thing is, it's not one guy. It's not Donovan Mitchell. No. It's not Rudy Gobert. You have guys like Angles that I was talking about that's Bogdan shooting the Bogdanovich. ball. Bogdanovich. Jordan Clarkson, ex-Laker, ex-Cav, that is balling out and using the opportunity that he has. And the coach, Snyder. Conley. The, 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 uh, Mike Conley. <laughs> I mean, they have Conley. guys that can ball out, and they know their role. They know their role, and it's quiet. It's the quiet year. Not too many fans, even though Utah had a lot of fans in the stands tonight, but it's gradually getting there. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take it back to this. A few years ago, not the year Toronto won the, the championship, but the year before that, they had the best record in the league, best record in the East. No one was talking about them, and I think they lost in the first or second round of the playoffs. Is Are we going to see that again with Utah? Is it yet to be seen? Are they going to crumble, crumbling like you like to use the word you like to use, are they going to crumble in the playoffs? Or, or or is this team legit? I think this team is 100% legit. Um, I do... I. I could see them losing in the first, not in the first round, but maybe the second round. I could see that. But here's the thing: the the, the Jazz already have a storied franchise, um, with you know when Malone was there, Stockton, and all that, and they've 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 had their run of success. Um, I don't, I don't remember the last time they were bad. You know, I don't remember the last time they were bad. But I I think you know they just can't get over that hump, and that's why I think like some franchises are just like that. Like they're good, you know, almost year in and year out. Um, and it just sucks that that you know the the old school jazz team was going up against Michael Jordan, but and this one's going up against LeBron, LeBron James, James, right? And so Kevin Durant, yeah. And so we've else, seen yeah. this from the Jazz before, you know. Um, they just can't, you know, get that get that championship. Uh, I think it, it's tough to call right now, but I think I don't I don't see them winning it this year. I don't. So check this out. You 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 mentioned it when Utah had Jerry Sloan. I think they went to the playoffs 21 years in a row yeah, or some, they've, they've some crazy story, number, right? They've got a story franchise. You said they ran into Michael Jordan. Could, couldn't get... I mean, you had Stockton, Hornacek. Remember when he used to pat his face? They had, Carl, Michael, I mean, they had Michael Jordan against the ropes, uh, too. Against like, the uh, ropes. <laughs> still couldn't pull but yet, out. couldn't pull it off, right? Now you have a guy in Donovan Mitchell that... It looked like he had an issue with Rudy Gobert when the whole COVID thing came out. And now they're balling. But if we look at Cinderella stories, possibilities, underdogs, look at the way the seedings are right now. If it ends like this, you have Utah playing Golden State. Remember when Golden State was the eighth seed and played Dallas? They have Baron Davis and they beat them. Huge dogs. All of that is in, in play again. If we're looking at, you know, scenarios and possibilities and, and what the NBA might want to see. Does Clay have a chance to come back this year or is it, is he, no, he's out. He's no, out. No matter what, no matter how no deep matter, they go. No matter yeah. what. But don't you think the NBA would want to see that type of series? Yeah. I mean, when you got to play the a hot Golden State team down the road when against gold, Utah. When your eight seed is Golden State, I think everything's looking on the up and up for the NBA. So, I mean, the, yeah, that, them being on the eight seed is, is great. That's a great matchup to start off with mm. um, because usually the eight one eight one matchup is not never. Are they doing the different different? So what they're going to do, they're going to do the play in tournament. It's three days from the 18th to the 21st. I saw the schedule came out already when they're going to start playing again after the all star break. And then. The season ends, and then I think they're going to do the same thing they did in the bubble, where I think if you're in the ninth seed and you have a certain amount of wins below or whatever it may be, 
um, they do the playing tournament or whatever. With the eighth seat? With the eighth and the ninth seat to get the eighth seat. So the okay. same way they did it last year towards the bubble. Um, but if I, there, but, have you looked into it? Am I right about that, Quant? Yeah. Okay. But what if there's a big gap between the eighth and the ninth? They still got to play the eighth and the ninth, and the eighth can lose their spot? Nah. It, no, there it, it was within four games of each oh, other, okay. or something like that. It was. It was I was gonna say that's, fair, a, that's a, yeah, it's got to be fair. Yeah. They got to be close around in games behind, you know, the nine seed. So yeah, I, I'm, that's that's interesting. Eddie Martinez chiming in yet again. He says Utah is going to choke in the playoffs. What do you think? <laughs> I just said that, so yes, uh, I agree. Okay. I, no, 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 no. I know, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. saying like, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, Appreciate the question. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can think see so. it. I can see it. I can see it. I definitely can. Um, but don't get me wrong. It'd be nice to see Utah win something. It really would. I, I, as crazy as it sounds, something different. You know what I mean? I know the Lakers just won it. People want to talk about Dynasty where Laker fans want to see them win it again, obviously. But I'd like you know? to, I would like to see either Utah or or, uh, or uh, who was it? Um, Dame Dollar do something this year. You know, Dame with, oh, with Portland? That would mm -hmm. be nice. Definitely. I would like to see Portland one of those two teams. Portland sits in the five seed right now, right yeah. behind Phoenix. I would like to see one of those two teams finally do something because I, I think, you know, Portland's gotten past the first round, but I think it's second round is where the, you know, kind well, of has their troubles. Yeah. They but, were in the West Conference Finals uh, two years ago, I believe. Two oh. or three. Wait a minute. You're right. Okay. They're always in the picture. I mean, they're always in the, the Yeah, they're always in the picture. Don't. But, I mean, when's the last time they were in the Finals? So, since we're on the conversation of Dame, I want to get your, your thoughts on this because they were talking about it. On, was it Let the Ball Bounce? In 1992, by the way. Was it let? I think they were talking about it on Let the Ball Bounce. Clifford about, Robertson, um, Michael Jordan, Terry Porter, Shrug. Oh, Clyde yeah. Drexler. You, you, did you see the thirty for thirty? Yeah. When the dude beats him in the room. <laughs> Anyways, um, no. So they were talking about it on the other on, on on Let the Ball Bounce the other night. Um, they were doing the comparison of um, Dame mm -hmm. and Steph. Who is the better? Was I think that was the better better player overall? If you had to choose right now. Who is the better overall NBA player, Dame or Steph? I, I I know before you answer, I know Steph has the championships. We know what he does shooting. We're talking about best overall NBA player. Is it is Dame better or is Steph better? Are we talking about from the beginning of their careers or this year alone? Just in general. If so you look the at their game, their look at their game in I think general. Steph, I think Steph. Really? Um, more. More to the fact that what he's doing this year as well, right, with his surrounding cast versus what Portland, you know, has, you know, what they're doing, um, and what players he's playing with, what Dame is playing with. Uh, I think you know the cards that Steph has been dealt the last couple years, right? Um, well, he was out last year, so I don't want to count that. Oh, I guess the bubble, whatever, right? He was out. Um, but this year, I mean, for what he's doing with with the team that he's on right now, I, I, he's doing some special stuff, and I'm not, I'm not arguing his. He should be a starter in the All Star game, like 100. Like he, yeah, that's what he deserves because. He's killing it this year. He's gotcha. killing it this year. So, um, for me, I, I say Steph. And he has gotten better as the season has progressed. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't backtracked. He's he's only gotten he's stepping better. up to the plate more than more than we really expected him. Because once Clay went out, it was like, well, the Warriors are out. You know, they're done. They're not yeah. going to do anything. They are doing way better than anyone predicted, um, or than most people predicted. Yeah, they're I, hanging around eighteen yeah. and fifteen, eight seed, just right. there. You know and, what I mean? Doing what they got to do. It's going to be yeah. It, it, Talk about like the experience too, though that that team has. You know, I don't. I know they don't have the same exact team. I know KD left, a bunch of people left, but uh, you know, for for them to be doing what they're doing this year, I, I'm I'm I my, I have a vote. My vote is for Steph Curry for sure. So if I'm looking at all around game as a player, and he won a championship without KD, correct. But if I'm looking at an all around game as a player, right? 
and I take away championships and I take away the players they've played with and I take away the coaches that they've had. Steph is a great shooter. I give that to him. One of the best in, in ever. He's probably one of the best I've ever seen in my in my in my life. In my lifetime. Because I've seen we've seen Reggie, we've seen Ray Allen, you know. But Steph has had a lot more to work with than Dame has. I mean, if you want me to go down the list and we, we do this on another show, I can break down rosters and go back years and see who's had what. Steph has had a better supporting cast and a better coaching supporting cast in my opinion so that's why it's easy to say that Steph is a better player and especially now because of what he's doing but I'm talking about game in general game overall game if I had to take a player right now to put on a squad that just needed that one guy I'm taking Dame that's just me no disrespect to Steph great shooter but all around game I I'm taking Dame I, I have no argument you know what I mean I mean I, I, I but what I was going to say before, uh, at the beginning was that I can make an argument for both of them so my, I just had to pick one. I'm gonna go with Curry. Okay. So I hear what you're saying. I love I love Dame Dollar. He's good. He's, he's he can hit he can hit the everything. He can shoot. He's a killer. He's a killer. Stone cold, ice, ice in, his cold veins, in his veins. Right. Yep. So I yeah I, I I agree to a certain extent. Once again, you are tuning to Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Jose V, Rob G, Quan Five Nine, Zach the Intern. Still trying to figure out a name for the kid tonight, but we'll we'll figure that out eventually. Remember, guys, we are on GorillaCross.com, the GorillaCross app, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and go on all of those platforms after as well to check out all of our previous content. Rob, we got about 10 more minutes left real quick. A couple other things I wanted to talk to you about, but the one thing that I'll mention real quick here, because we're not going to be able to get into everything, I wanted to get your thoughts on Fernando Tatis's contract. The Padres have been known in the past to sign people or trade for people, and then what do they do? They get rid of teams, right? At least I remember that. I've seen them do it numerous times in the past. But they just signed Manny Machado not too long ago. Now you sign Fernando Tatis to a 14-year, $340 million contract. I believe he's only 22 years old. This contract will put him to, he's what, 35, 36 is San Diego really a legit team in play? This is coming from your NL West. You're a Dodger fan. You 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 actually see and have to see this team multiple times throughout the year. Is this a good contract for MLB? And is this a good contract for the Padres? Like, do you see this being something that's going to last? Because you have two guys that are now what close to six hundred million dollars worth of cap money in general. Like, how are you going to bring anybody else in? Do I see do I see him with the Padres in 14 years? Probably no. not. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, right. No. So how okay, but, how long do you give that contract? Do you see him getting we're near? I think it's actually a, I think it's actually a great contract for him, right? It's probably there's there's so much involved in the contract that, you know, the Incentive, small different years, yeah, all that. I'm sure the Padres have the up and you know, have an upper hand at some point during that contract. Um but for it to be 14 years, that's that's I like to see the money spread over for longer, right? Because you're used to 340 mil or you know 350, however much, uh, for what 10 years? What's the average time? Like 10 years, give or um, take. Give yeah. or take 10 years, Nine, right? 10 year contract, right? And for it to be 14 years, I mean that that's that's a long time. But he's you know he's he's young. He just got into the league. He's a breakout star. Um, 
Do you like, like his game though? Do you like his game? I do. I do. Like I think he brings him in that, general. The yeah. persona is not too much. He's, he's he's good, right? He's like a young to me, like a Jose Bautista. You know what I mean? He's got that flair about him. You know what I mean? He's, he's but more of a respectable flair. An infield player, of course. I mean, you know, yeah, but more but more respectable. But he's got that flair. He's got that. You know what I mean? That when he's hitting home runs and stuff like that, he's drawing attention. And I do like what the Padres are doing. I think overall what they've done the last few years. I I think that. Secondly, the NL is the probably the NL West is probably the best division in baseball. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, with the Padres, and then you got the you know the Rockies and in the Dodgers. Um, but for for them to the the risk that they're taking right now, um, they are definite a huge threat to you know what the Dodgers the, what the Dodgers trying to go back to back, right? Or maybe even trying to go for a three P. Um, Kershaw said he can play five more years, no problem. I I I do like what the what the Padres are doing and. And for them to sign, you know, Tatis, and for him to commit to the Padres, right? I mean, that means that they're showing they're in this for the long run. And I like not only that, that's showing that. Grant, it's big money. A player's not going to run away from the big money. But if you're committing yourself for that long to an to an organization that, with Normally, all due respect, hasn't won anything, right? What's the last time you can remember the the last thing Dan I remember Caminetti. about the Padres was the Padres being swept by my New York Yankees. That's the last thing that I remember. That was the last time the Padres have done anything. They made it to the World Series and got swept. Yeah, and that was. 20 years ago, give or take. I think they, I think, you know what? I think they went like in nine. Don't quote me on this. I think they went like in 92, I think as well to the, to the world series. Um, I think it was Caminetti was on that. Ken Caminetti was on that, um, that squad, but yeah, they, they kind of poke their head up, up once in a while, you know what I mean? And they become relevant, but, um, lately, you know, they're changing the uniforms around. They're doing a bunch of stuff over there in San Diego. Um, and they got a nice stadium, been there a couple times, super nice stadium, right in the heart of the city. I, I expect fireworks from San Diego. They were my sleeper team, right? When we texted yeah. uh, in our group text, so they were like, who, you know, it was, who's, uh, who's our sleeper teams, right? For baseball. And, um, I was the Rays mm -hmm. and I was, obviously went to the World Series and I was the Padres and, you know, definitely, you know, lived up to that last year. And I expect big things from them this year as well. Interesting. I, I got to get into baseball a lot more, obviously. I'm like you. Like I know you don't watch it that much throughout the season. You're more into I don't like get Dodger games. I haven't got you know. I You'll get Dodger TV. games now, right? You'll get Dodger games now. We, yeah. we we can't say the source, but we we definitely got the Dodger games. Thank, we also yeah, I haven't got watched. The, uh, I haven't had, had Directv, so that, they don't have them. So <laughs> we got about five more minutes, Rob. Real quick here, Dak Prescott. I want to get your thoughts quick. Just give me an answer. I think this is what's going to happen. I think the Cowboys find a way to screw this up. They won't franchise tag him. They won't sign him. I think they trade him, get something, and they draft a quarterback. They have the number 10th pick in the draft. Highest pick they've had since 2016 this year. So that's my thing. I just don't think Jerry Jones is going to budge. What do you think? I think the obvious answer is not to do anything with the injury that he suffered last year, right? So uh, it's a huge waiting game at this point. But if I was $37 million franchise tag, by the way, if, if I was the Cowboys. Him, not you know with the you know the unknown of what's going to happen with his you know how he's going to react from his injury or how he's going to come back from his injury um it's a big it's obvious it's an obvious no for me that you don't franchise tag him and you kind of just play the field and having the 10th pick is nice maybe trade up i don't want to say they're going to get all the way to lawrence but um if you need to trade up you got you got a lot of moves you know and Definitely. with him uh with him i i feel like they're kind of like they're, they're putting themselves in the position in a position where they you know they're kind of you know they can't move as, i think as dallas many, has the leverage they don't have that many yeah exactly a hundred percent uh especially the way that he he was playing and then also with the injury as well Definitely. right he's gonna be begging for a contract because it's like trust me you know believe me i can come back i can from still this. come back and do this right yeah is he you know does he have that tiger you know is he a, is he is, that tiger he's got that tiger in him right the eye of the tiger definitely
So, Rob, our picks. Oh, how am I looking real quick? Hold on. Today, my pick was Utah over the Lakers, minus eight and a half. So, I got my one my one mine win. Is, mine is going to be close. It's 57-54 okay. Fresno with five minutes left. What was your pick? Let everybody know. Uh, over 130. And, and what game? Uh, the Fresno UNLV game. Okay. And it's uh, they got 111 points right now. So, I need, what, like 19 points? With in how five much minutes. time left? Five minutes. Very doable, but Very we're not going to jinx it. So I got no, the first win. No, you just did win. already. <laughs> it's good. Now it's it's like the guys. He's uh, thirty for thirty within thirty yards on a <laughs> field goal, and then boom, it hits the upright. Man, you'll get it for me. sure, Rob. I guarantee. You. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. you want to bet ten dollars on it? <laughs> right. You want to bet? I got you. But I, I wanted to give a huge shout out uh, to CBS. Uh, I think I wanted to give a huge shout out. I don't know the guy personally, but Derek Lewis, FS1, UFC. This past Saturday, oh, yes. plus three twenty-five on the money line. Biggest dog in UNL. You, what was it? Uh, uh, biggest he was dog one in of UFC? the biggest dog uh, in like about four years. Something or something like that. Like now, in the main event, not only right, that, right, right, in the main event, right. He took he he took this fight within days, right? Because the wasn't it? No, he was already was, in. No, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of another fight then, but three twenty-five. And check this out. Someone at work wanted to put in this parlay, and they couldn't do it because the app wasn't working for him. William and Hill didn't want to take their Visa card. $100 parlay on um, Derek. Novak Djokovic to win it. To win it at minus 120. And Derek Lewis at plus 325 would have paid you a total with your 100 back of 845. 7 to 1. And it came through. I get a text the next morning F bomb, bro. Mm. I never bet in the first time I decide to bet. It would have came through and I can't get it. Now you got that itch. Tough, man. But that's having all, that app that's is all crazy. started for me. I'm just like, that's how that's it all started, started for me. And now I can't stop. <laughs> but anyways, man, good stuff. We're right towards the end of it today. We actually used our time wisely. Didn't go too far. But fun stuff. What happening with what happening with It's all good though. <laughs> but Zach, you all good, man? Did you enjoy your first night here with us? Yeah, of course. It's been fun. Ready for next week? Oh hell yeah. Ready to keep going? Definitely. All right, man. We greatly appreciate you jumping in and joining us and doing everything that you did for us tonight and we continue to move forward man it should be fun yeah thanks for the opportunity definitely man definitely so rob any last words before we go tonight anything that you want to let the listeners or the watchers know anything that you've seen or anything that you want to talk about devin booker should be an all-star okay did that like what'd you learn today right devin booker should be an all-star okay how about this is devin booker an starting all-star next year if he continues his play the way he is now this season yeah, I, I have no reason to say no yet. Cool. 100%. Awesome. Once again, you were tuned in to Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network Wednesday night. We greatly appreciate you chiming in, tuning in, giving us your thoughts, your comments, and just being a part of the show as always. If you guys did miss it, you can check us out at Jose V Straight Bet Sports on YouTube, the Gorilla Cross page on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. If not, GorillaCross.com and the Gorilla Cross app. You guys have not checked it out. Do so, please. There's a lot more shows on this network that you guys will enjoy. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Thank you to our sponsor, Joshua LaFon, as always. Max Ornelas didn't jump on the show with us tonight, but good luck, young man. Get that W on your next fight. Uh, I'm going to end the show with this, man. I know Rob always asks me why I do, you know, quotes or sad stuff or sometimes just saying things or if I, I have problems with people or whatever. Me, afterwards, the show, you'd be like, why do you do this, bro? Or why'd you do that? Oh, sometimes, yeah, I do. Sometimes. 
Now, the only thing that I will say is one that time. <laughs> one time, one time. Um, we all go through a lot in life, whether it's personal, whether it's family. You may not want to see certain people go through certain things, and it may hurt when you see them going through stuff. But tough love is tough love for a reason. You need to be able to do that. And sometimes turning your back may hurt, but it may be the only decision you have. If certain people don't want to listen and they don't want to change for the better, then you've done as much as you can. I've tried over and over again with one individual in my family, but yet he has not listened. And the same goes for some of the individuals in sports. You have guys like Raider players that are getting arrested for street racing in Houston. You have guys like Josh Gordon that's going through his mental things and decides to smoke weed from time to time, which I don't see anything bad in that because he's going through other things. But then you have other athletes that just don't understand what they have in front of them. They commit domestic violence. Some get away with it or are still in the league. Some do things and can't get away from their past. Some end up in prison or even dead. Look at Aaron Hernandez. But the moral of the story is what I'm trying to get to. It's never over. No matter what you're going through, whether it's drug addiction, whether it's mental addiction, whether it's anything personal. If someone turns their back on you, look at the situation and realize and understand why. Put two and two together and figure it out. If you're watching this, you know who you are. My door is closed, but my heart will always be open. Till then... This has been another episode of Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. For Jose V, Rob G, Quan 5'9, Zach the intern, we are out. See you.